chapter 1, verses 16 through 18. But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if anything but death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. Ruth chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. And Ruth, the Moabite, said to Naomi, let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone in whose eyes I find favor. Naomi said to her, go ahead, my daughter. So she went out and began to glean in the fields behind the harvesters. As it turned out, she found herself working in a field belonging to Boaz, who was from the clan of Elimelech. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. You're such an awesome God, such a loving God. Lord, we trust you. What a privilege to be in your presence, Lord, to worship you, to sing of your mercies, to sing of your glory, and to remind us once again that you are trustworthy, Father. Thank you. Thank you for your word. We pray that you will minister to our needs this morning. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon us. We thank you for the bread of life that's going to be broken this morning. May the life in it be imparted. May it rejuvenate us, revive us, and draw us closer to you. Thank you, Father. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, in Jesus' name, we bind them. Every critical spirit be still, and Christ be magnified in the house. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. We continue with our theme, Are You Full or Empty? Praise God. If you are empty, you will come to the right place. God can fill you, praise the Lord. The Spirit of God is here, and He wants to fill you. If you are full, make sure that you maintain that, but don't be satisfied between being full, but pray that you have an overflowing experience. Praise the Lord. When we are empty, we are discontent. When we are full, we are satisfied. But when we overflow, we become a blessing. And so God's people of Cornerstone Church and anyone who hears me today or tomorrow, whenever, pray always, God, make me a channel of blessing. Don't be content with all the blessings that you experience in life. Ask God, Lord, make me the channel that will bless others. Amen. Praise God. And it is possible when you are in the will of God. Praise God. So we move on. We're looking at this beautiful love story in the book of Ruth. It's showing God's love and God's providence. Praise God. And if there is anyone that's listening to me this morning, you feel abandoned, you feel forsaken, you feel forgotten, 
I want to assure you from God's word. It is a God who loves you, who cares for you. Praise God. The story in the book of Ruth shows the love of God that embraces the forgotten, the forsaken, the discouraged, the depressed. Praise God. And the same love reaches out even this morning to you and to me. Praise God. Hallelujah. The provision of God can touch anyone's life. And the world will marvel and wonder. Looking at you, they will ask, what happened here? Praise God. Hallelujah. I pray that all of our stories be written and will end with an exclamation mark. What happened? Praise God. Let me tell you, when God is given room into your life, when you allow God to touch you, praise God, the world will marvel. Praise God. And God wants to do a greater work, a deeper work, a wider work in each and every one of you. Praise the Lord. The book of Ruth is a story of tragedy. It's also a story of hope. Praise the Lord. Where there is hopelessness, God can bring hope because God's transforming power can change our lives, our future, and anything that's connected to us. Praise the Lord. Look at the contrast. You know, that book starts by saying, in the time of the judges, in the time of judges, the people of God were unfaithful. The people of God started going after other gods. The people of God did whatever they wanted, whatever they pleased, forgetting God. Amidst this, we see a woman, a foreigner. She dares to trust God and everything else is a beautiful outcome. So we concluded last week by saying that one word, a small decision from us can trigger an avalanche of blessing from God. Praise God. One word from you, one step of faith from you can trigger, praise the Lord. It can open the shutters of heaven and will cause abundance of grace and blessings come our way. Praise the Lord. For Ruth, that one word that triggered the move of God, that one word that triggered the blessings that came our way was when she said, your God shall be my God. Praise God. And throughout the scripture we see people who stepped out in faith, people who dared to trust God, People who put their word with God's word. Praise God. We see how life has changed. And I, I presented examples from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible. How God, a small step from us, can bring about a great blessing in our lives. And we concluded by saying, God is not a respecter of persons. God is not prejudiced. He's not biased. I want someone here this morning to understand that because you've been looking at someone else and you've been saying, 
How come they have less? How come he or she gets everything done? What about me? What about my future? I want to tell you, God is not a respecter of persons. Praise God. I want you to be sensitive to God. Praise God. In your walk with God, there will be seasons. There will be time. There will be occasion when you will be given an opportunity. Praise the Lord. When that switch is in your hands, you can start a momentum in the realms of God that will change the very course of your destiny. Praise God. All of us are seated here. We have experienced that abundance of grace. Let me talk about, take a minute to talk about that switch. Praise the Lord. That just changed the very course of our destiny. And this is applicable to all of us. And this can be applicable to anyone and everyone. Do you know that what that word is? It's a five-letter word. J-E-S-U. Yes. Praise God. The minute I said Jesus, hallelujah, my Bible says, or anyone, those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. I was hell bound, but I called upon his name. He changed the trajectory of my life. Praise God. I was on a free fall going down, 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 down. Praise God. But as I was going down, praise God, I called upon the name of the Lord. Praise God. He reached out to me. He scooped me out of my free fall. He put my feet on the rock to stay. He made my going steady. And he said, you don't have to cry out anymore. I'm going to change your wailing, your mourning into dancing. I'm going to give you a new song in your mouth. Praise be unto my God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Everyone. Praise God. You and I can experience this. And I thank God. I have experienced it. And I pray that you will experience that. Hallelujah. Jesus, the name above all other names. Praise God. It brings the grace of God. It brings salvation. It brings so-so. Praise God. Deliverance in every arena of our lives. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, Jesus can make the name Jesus can change the very course of your destiny. Unfortunately, we live in a culture where the word Jesus is used as a cuss word. Praise God. Instead of calling that name and hallelujah, receiving deliverance and salvation, people casually use that name as a cuss word. Praise God. Oh, do you know, have you ever heard that? Yes, you and I have heard it so many times. Let me tell you, Jesus is not a cuss word. Jesus is a name above all other names. Praise God. It can trigger, praise God, blessings upon your life. You know, late Billy Graham once told one of our late, one of our presidents, 43, told him because he had the habit of always using God, 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 God. And one day Billy Graham told him, don't use the name of the Lord in vain. Praise God. You can sing about it. 
you can praise Him. You can declare the name of Jesus. Praise God. There is no copyright violation there. Praise God. You can say it again and again. Jesus is that name. But let me tell you, don't take the name of the Lord in vain. Praise God. Hallelujah. As the name is about all of the names. Praise God. The name of Jesus. Praise God. Coming back to our text. You know, I want to draw your attention to the connecting factor here. You know, uh, Naomi and um, Orpha and Ruth, they are bidding farewell to each other. You know, as the picture unveils before us, they hug each other and they cry. And they weep on each other's shoulders. Because they all have gone through tragedies in their lives. And they can understand each other's grief. They can understand each other's grief very well. You know, sometimes we are not able to identify people's needs. Sometimes we are not able to understand what they are going through in their lives. That's because we cannot identify with what they are going through in life. But Naomi, Ruth, and Orpha, they could identify with each other because they all went through a crisis. Praise God. You know, and they cried because they felt that hollow, that vacuum in their lives. But we see that Orpha is being, being insisted and she walks away. I want to bring your attention to the connecting factor between Naomi and Ruth. Praise God. Hallelujah. They all had a common denominator. They all had lost their loved ones. Ruth had lost Naomi had lost her husband, Elimelech. Ruth had lost her husband, Malone. And Orpha had lost her husband, Kilion. And these three, they could identify because they all had gone through the similar experience in their lives. Sometimes we have to go through similar experiences in life for us to relate to people's needs. But as human beings, all of us cannot go through all the experience of everyone in, that we know. But when we are in the body of Christ, I want to tell you, I want you to look around. There is somebody in the house, that somebody that God has brought under this roof. There is someone in Cornerstone Church that needs you, that needs your ministry, that needs your touch, that needs your comfort. That needs your exhortation. That needs your experience. Because they are going through something similar that you have gone through in their lives. They are looking for someone that can touch them. Maybe you can touch them. Maybe you can identify with them. Don't wait for a ministry to happen. Your ministry is hidden in the experience that you have gone through. And when you take a step of faith and reach out to that person in the assembly that God has brought, praise God, that's where you trigger your switch that will bring forth the ministry that God is giving you. Praise God. Quite often we are looking for it here, there, all over the place. While what God wants to do is right under your nose, it's under your roof, God wants you to reach out. Praise God. Now it's Naomi and Ruth's turn. They hug each other and they cry. And Naomi tells her, you know, it's time for you to leave. Okay, 
that group stage tonight. And I want you to bring that connection to the table. You know, they could identify with, with each other's loss. For Naomi, she could identify because she lost her husband. Ruth also lost her husband. Praise God. Naomi's bitterness was deeper because she not only lost her husband, she lost two of her sons. Praise God. But they could identify with each other, but the connection, the bridge between them was the God factor. Praise the Lord. The God factor is a connecting factor. I want you to know the God factor is a connecting factor. The God factor is a factor that can change everything. I can identify maybe with what you are going through. But let me tell you, what can really minister to you? What can really deliver you? What can really get you out of your predicament is the God factor. Praise God. The God in me. The Christ in me. The Spirit of God in me. The Word in me can change, can bring life, can breathe life into you. Praise God. It's not my experience. It's not my wisdom. It's not my knowledge. But the Holy One living in me can breathe life into your situation. Praise God. God has given you and me His Word. God has, in, God has put His Spirit within me so that you and I can minister effectively and touch lives around us. The God factor. Naomi says goodbye. Ruth says it ain't going to be no goodbye. Praise God. I want to draw your attention. Look what she says. This is what she says. Such a bleak outlook and grim projection. Okay? Ruth and Naomi goes like this. No, my daughter. It's more bitter for me than for you. Because the Lord's hand has turned against me. I want you to hear that. No, my daughters, it's more bitter for me than you. Because I came home. I don't want to go anywhere else. I had a song. I was satisfied. I had a king. For you, it's only one loss. For me, it's two losses. Praise God. Humility and the embarrassment that comes with that. What she's saying from a human perspective is true. But I want to tell you, anyone who's listening to me, don't connect your past to the future. When we look at our past, we project our future based on our if there is heartbreaking experiences in the past, if there is failures in our past, if our life was broken in the past, if our dreams were shattered in the past, we turn, tend to take this and connect it to our future. Our projections are from a platform that's broken. Our projections are from a platform that's 
that's shaken our projections are from a platform which does not give us hope but i want to bring your attention to a young lady ruth praise god when the experienced one said i look and i see no future from my past when i'm projecting it's a bleak grim projection but ruth look at it praise god a similar experience but she put something else she decided to look through the lens of faith i want you to take a look at your future with the lens of god between your past and the future you bring god between your past and your future you bring the word of god between your past and your future you bring the provision of god between your past and the future you bring the spirit of god what you cannot do where you have failed god can prevail for you praise god wow yes we should learn from our past we should learn from our mistake history should not repeat itself if we allow history to repeat itself we will become history but we need to learn from history so that god can connect our story to his story and bring forth a new story that talks about and brags about the goodness of god the grace of god the glory of god the ways of god the works of god the words of god the way god can do things praise god hallelujah praise god hallelujah don't limit god don't limit god praise god your story if you have given your story <laughs> a title saying hopeless i want you to write over it jesus christ brings hope praise god hallelujah my bible says god is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble god is our refuge and strength very a very present help in trouble are you in trouble praise god he is a very present help in trouble praise the lord i brought before you one who can change the very outcome so ruth says you know what don't tell me to go out go and be blessed praise god some blessings come to us because you know we turn on that trigger that god gives us but then there are other blessings that are simply piggy back you know what piggy back putting it together hallelujah somebody else figured this bit and this stuff praise god you know naomi did not have that outlook she was defeated and depressed and rightly so because she went through praise god but ruth initiated something which which brought blessing in everybody's life praise god and i want to draw your attention that's a beautiful verse and i've been I've been reading Ruth and I've been I have never been so blessed 
praise God. Each time I read, I am amazed at who God is. Praise God. I'm just amazed at God. Miracles, praise God. And I want to draw your attention to verse 212. And this is how it goes. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to taste of evil. These are the words of Boaz. When Boaz says his words, he doesn't know what has transpired in the past. He probably has some overheard information. 212. Okay. Uh, but what he says, there is such an immense, rich meaning in what he's saying. You know, may you be richly rewarded by the, God, by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to taste of evil. What a beautiful verse. Under whose wings you have come to take the fruit. You know, let me tell you. You and I can operate from under the wings of the Almighty God. Praise God. If you have taken refuge in God, you and I can project from under the wings of the Almighty God. Praise God. You and I can uh, you and I can forecast. Listen. When you come under the refuge of the Almighty God, not under the umbrella of State Farm, not under the umbrella of any insurance company, but under the umbrella of the Almighty God, you can project, you can forecast, you can plan, and you can press on because you are under almighty wings. And Boaz says, may you be richly rewarded. He's talking about, he's talking to the rad girl. Don't forget that. He's talking to the rad girl and he's saying, may you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel under whose wings you have come under to take refuge. Praise God. From the shelter of the Yahweh's Praise God. Now, Ruth is operating from the shelter of the Yahweh's wings. Praise God. She starts a long trek back to the unknown with Naomi, 55 miles from Nasa, Moab, into Bethlehem. They are walking. I want you to look at this. An elderly woman and a young lady, they're walking together. Two ladies by themselves, they're taking the interstate, it's not the interstate, they're going from one country to the other country. Do you know what kept them? Because they were under the Yahweh's wings. Praise God. When you are under the Yahweh's wings, God gives you the strength, the strength to your legs, the determination that you need, the willpower that you need, the resources that you need to make the track. Praise God. The intercontinental or the interstate or from one country to another, from one culture to another, from one language to another. Praise God. What prompts them, what propels them, what promotes them is simply because they're under the Almighty's wings. Praise God. Ruth draws courage, strength, and wisdom from the under the Almighty's wings. Listen to me. Praise God. Quite often we are, we are satisfied 
by being under the Almighty's wings and experience protection and provision. Protection and provision is good, but there is more to come. You look into the life of Ruth. You know what she gleaned? She got courage because she had taken refuge under the wings of the Almighty Yahweh. She got not only the courage, she got the wisdom. See, in order for us to navigate in this world, we need heavenly wisdom. Praise God. Whether you are in a business field, whether you are in ministry, whether you are making crucial decisions, regardless of where you are, you need the wisdom from above. And when, you, when your platform is under Him, and you're operating from that platform, regardless of what realm that you are moving, you get the wisdom from above. And I want the church to know we need the wisdom from above. We need the wisdom from above to navigate in this tough times. We need the grace of God and the wisdom of God. And Ruth gets that wisdom. She gets the strength, the tenacity, praise God, the stamina to press on. It's not an easy life. You look at our older folks, the elderly folks. They came into this country. All They came from a land that is different, different in language, different in culture, different in dress. And you look at them. I'm telling you, they made it through because they operated under the wings of the Almighty God. Their platform was set under there. And they projected. And they forecasted. And they pressed it. And we are. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. At enormous risk to herself. On top of it, she took the responsibility. She assumed the responsibility of an elderly widow. Praise God. And went because she was under the Almighty's wings. And as I was pondering and meditating on this thought, the Spirit of God drew me to another scripture. And I want to share that with you because it was such a blessing to me. You know, there are times we need to be under the almighty wings and we can operate. But then there are times when it gets tough and tough and tough and tough. Praise God. Hallelujah. What do you do? Exodus 19.4. This is how it goes. I want somebody to read Exodus 19.4. If you can display, display, please. Exodus 19.4. Exodus 19.4. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's one thing to be under the Almighty's wings. But there will be times when God decides it's not enough that you are under is going to get you over. Praise God. God is telling the Israelites, He's saying, listen, do you remember how, you got, how I got you out of Egypt? I not only got you out of Egypt, I did something else. I carried you on eagle's wings. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's one thing to stay under the Almighty's wings, but the Almighty will decide when it's too hard for you, you cannot take one more step. When you feel that you don't have the energy, your energy is drained. Your hope tank is empty. You look at the 
have drawn a bleak future for yourself. And God realizes that you don't have what it takes to move forward. What does he do? He doesn't abandon you. He doesn't forsake you. He doesn't say, he doesn't look at you and say, you don't have the drive that takes to reach the goal. No, that's not what he does. When he sees that you're fallen and that you're paralyzed, that you're immobile, that you can't make it, what he does is he puts you upon that wing. Lord, all these days I was under your wing. But he says, no, you cannot be under your wing. He says, I'm going to put you upon my wing and I'm going to carry you. I'm going to make you sure that you soar about the challenges of life. Praise God that a fiery trial experiences. There are experiences that has probably burned you. There are experiences that has left you empty. There are experiences that have left you undone. And you know you cannot step forward. Let me tell you, God that you and I serve is one who says like, okay, I understand. I'm going to get you on my wings. Praise God. All these days. You are trampling. You are stepping on the challenges. But the challenges are too much for you. He says, I'm going to put you on my back. And I'm going to carry you. I'm going to take you on a higher note. On a higher realm. Into a new realm. Into a new dimension. Higher and higher you go. In Jesus' name. Praise God. And I love the words. The next part goes like this. He says, how I bear you on eagle's wings and brought you unto myself. How? <laughs> Praise God. I want to reach my destination. I want to reach my destiny. That's what you're saying. Good. And God wants you to reach your destination. God wants you to reach your destiny. More than that, you know. His desire is for you. Praise God. And God tells his people, I brought you unto myself. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you're under his wings, when you get the strength, the courage, the power, the stamina, the tenacity to press on, remember what God desires. When he's carrying you and you feel the breeze, you see the universe perched on his wings. You see the world in a new light. Don't forget, God desires to be with you. Do you have that desire? Yeah. We want to overcome every challenges, every odds, every hurdles in life. But do you have that desire that your God has? He's saying that I bore you on my wings and I brought you unto myself. In your proximity with God, where are you? In your connection with God, where are you? Praise God. In your relationship with God, where are you? In your communion with God, where are you? In your love with God, where are you? In your adoration with God, where are you? In your praise and prayer life, where are you? Do you have a desire to be with him 
like he does, he wants to be with you. Praise God. Are you just looking for the perks and the goodies that comes from him? That's good. Even as he enjoyed the blessing, don't write off the one who blessed you. Praise God. When you're enjoying the gifts, don't forget the giver. When you're enjoying the grace, don't forget the origin of grace. Jesus, the Lord of grace. Praise God. The connector. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Your past and your future. Past, present, and future. Bring God into it. Your outlook will change. Do you know why your outlook will change? Because you decided to do an up look. When you look up, your outlook will change. Don't have a defeated outlook. Don't be walking around with your head down. Praise God. Lift it up this morning. Look to Jesus. Up look will change your outlook. Praise God. It's not done. It's not over. It's not done. It's not over. Give the pen into the hands of the Almighty. You have written enough about yourself. You have projected enough about yourself. Yes. Give it to him. Tell him, Lord, write my story. Praise God. I give my soul, my spirit, my will, my body into your hands. I give the faculties of my speech, my faculties of my thoughts. I give it into your hands, Father. Take it and write the story for me. Praise God. All I